When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Have a ton of questions about LASIK? You're not alone. That's why we created LASIK.com, one place where you can go to find every answer to every question on your mind. Like, how much does LASIK cost? How long does recovery take? How do I find a doctor? If you've been thinking about LASIK, go to LASIK.com now. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Jordan and Jake, powered by Ortho Carolina. Your personalized orthopedic care begins with the click of a mouse. Schedule your next appointment online at orthocarolina.com. Ortho Carolina, your care, your way. This week on Jordan and Jake. As a player this year, you're just going to have to be prepared at any time, any place. The hardest thing about being an NFL offensive lineman is staying on the field. Here are your Panther Hall of Honor members, Jordan Gross and Jake DeLome. Well, Jake, I've decided that we need to change our intro to the show because we already have Big Voice Guy who does the big intro, and then I've been doing a second excited intro, but it just... I, we just need to start talking. So uh, we already talked about uh, what we wanted to discuss a little bit before the podcast started, but we usually just kind of go with the flow. So, Jake, how you doing? Um, are you okay if I don't do a big hyped up intro anymore? Is that okay with you? Yeah, you know, Jordan, I'm fine with that. I'll bring the energy. You know, I won't. I won't I, it's not a low energy like thing. It's not low energy. It's just more organic. You know what I mean? Like, okay, hey, here's like just, okay, we're just fine. talking. Because I hey, always come in hot. Are. I come in hot and I'm like, hey, week five of the NFL. Jake, how you doing, buddy? And then you got to say, I'm good. And, and that's not how we ever start our phone calls. It'd be like, no, you you're answer. Right. I was like, you answer the phone and I'd say, listen to this. Like, that's the first thing I say. <laughs> that's you know exactly I mean? right. That's so exactly right. We need to be who we are, Jake. We are who we are. <laughs> so, so Jake, listen to this. The Panthers are two and two. I thought, buddy, I, I thought the Gar- I, Cardinals game was pretty sweet, and I love our defensive rookies right now. I'm all in on the whole defensive draft class. I, I agree with you. I, I just, you know, and listen, without Christian to win those two games, mm-hmm. um. I don't think that's anywhere near an indictment of him. I just think we're, we're growing as a football team. The turnovers killed us in Tampa. That that limited our chances. 
and uh, the Raiders game. We had we had some opportunities. I just think it was game one, some young guys learning. But uh, looking at the growth of this team and, and specifically the defensive side, that's you know what they did last week with Kyler Murray because Kyler Murray is special throwing the football and also with his feet, but different looks, dropping guys out, spying guys out, getting pressure on him, playing zone defense. I, I just, man, I, I couldn't be more proud of the way this team is playing and, and just playing hard. I mean, that's when you play hard and you play fast, good things happen. And that's what's so exciting to see. And Teddy is just, man, he's just steady Teddy. You know, we have playmakers on offense, and he is getting them the football but, I mean, did you see that touchdown run, Jordan? It's funny. Oh, yeah. I'm watching him run, and I'm like, this looks like me running the football, how graceful I was and powerful yeah. and the change of direction yeah. I used to possess. I mean, I just – all I could picture was me running the football <laughs> and, and, and Teddy doing the same thing. Is, is that, is oh, that not Jake. what went in your mind? What? All I know about you scrambling is one time I got beat clean by Simeon Rice at – Tampa with for a sure sack fumble from behind and you somehow eluded him and ran for a third and 10 first down. So I will always be on your bandwagon that Jake DeLone was a more mobile quarterback because of that one time you saved me, Jake. But I think, okay, great. Jim's, yeah. Let's not tell yeah. anybody else. Uh, otherwise, yeah. let's yeah. just keep it at that. <laughs> Teddy, Teddy Bridgewater running the ball in for a touchdown there is just outstanding because he's he can do that, right? Like that's obviously in his wheelhouse, but he's going to sit in there and try to distribute the ball where Joe Brady is designed for it to go. And that's what's awesome about Teddy and his completion percentage is high. I think he's third in the league at like 73% completion percentage. So there, I, it's looking to me like we got a great deal on a really, really outstanding quarterback with the three-year deal he signed this offseason at the price point that he did because he's – the pan the the yards through three games for the Panthers is through second all time, right? Or through four games, excuse me, second all time with 50, over fifteen hundred yards already, and the whole league's scoring a ton of points, Jake, which I'd like to talk about as well. But yeah, Teddy was great. Brian Burns, I think you said it last week. You were excited about him or two weeks ago, and and I agree as well. Jeremy Chin is fun to watch like what where where guys that can line up in multiple positions on defense just blow my mind that you have the capability to do that physically and mentally as well and it seems like hats off to the coaching staff jake because these young rookies in this defense in general seems to be coming together pretty quick i, I agree jordan with everything that you've said and and you know just talking about the play of the defense and we mentioned earlier about brian burns and and we've seen it happen. You were a rookie. I didn't play, obviously, early on. But there, there's that rookie wall and, and the rookie grind, and, and it, that's difficult. But watching him last year, he came on really strong, uh, started out really strong, and then he had the broken hand. And many times we're in the booth, and I'm watching, and I'm like, he's so close to getting a sack and grabbing, but he had the club on his hand, and he was just he was there. And I just think, having that experience, gaining some weight, um, knowing what the full NFL season entails. He's just – he's really doing a, a, a great job. Derek Brown, I think you're seeing progress every game. I don't think there's any doubt a preseason – a lack of preseason really hurt him, in my opinion. I just think he could have learned a great deal and started out week one like he's playing now. Um, but, but what we're doing off, uh, defensively, Mixing it up, playing fast, playing hard, 
Um, it, it's very, very fun to watch, fun to see, and it's exciting. Now, one Playing. thing I wanted to hit on, one thing I wanted to hit on, and, and I want you to you can hit on it more. I think our O line coach has really done a fantastic job this year. We we we've had to rotate some guys in, and Greg Little, he played pretty darn well last week. You know, uh, and I want you to talk about that. Someone who little had the concussion uh, concussion last year. He was out games. He had ankle and things like that. So really, it was almost a red shirt for him. Um, and, and then Okun's the starter. He's a little banged up, and Greg's rotating. But gosh, I, I'm starting to see some growth from him. Well, I I had it written down here on my notes in front of me. Jay Greg Little is looking good, and Trent Scott too, who he rotated in with Greg the last two games. Both of those guys have done a nice job. It, th- my skepticism of any O-lineman will always be there until you can string together consecutive starts, right? So obviously we've seen potential. Last year's Arizona game at Arizona was, I called, that was Greg Little's first start. He, he played really well, then he got banged up, right? So I'm not, I'm not suggesting anything with this, Jake. I know he's got the potential to do it and the talent and the ability, but the hardest thing about being an NFL offensive lineman is staying on the field. And a lot of times there's, you know, there's stuff that's out of your control, right? You, you get a serious injury that keeps you off the field. That's fine. Um, you also have to figure out when those injuries are prohibiting you from playing and when you're just banged up and got to go. So I think with the development of his game on the field, that's going to be something that I'm really going to want to watch and see is that durability, man. Cause you do not want to have ro- rotating players in front of you. All the way back to our 03 team, Jake, I think one of the best things about our front, uh, offensive front, was that it was the same guys every game. You know, Jeff Mitchell missed one game. I know we played the Lions maybe like week four or five, Correct. something like that. He missed one game. Bruce Nelson, another rookie, came in and did a nice job. But that's that's key and especially in a year when there's so much up in the air jake outside of the control of the players if you can keep that o-line intact uh, with okun coming back and then you can build on your depth that that would be huge but i i I mentioned earlier jake the scoring right and and i said that the panthers are moving the ball really well over 1500 yards already the nfl in general is at an all-time high Uh, jake i was looking through some stuff this week and it said we've already had 52 performances of 30 points or more through four weeks which the previous record was 36 outings of 30 points or more so third down conversions is all time is is super high touchdown passes thrown is really high right now and that surprises me jake because i thought if anybody was going to be more successful it would be the defense coming off an off season like this, but you got to attribute a lot of it to, and I know Phil Snow said this in his presser this week, that there's just no crowd noise anywhere. There's no elements. The offenses can all operate. I've seen the game where um, Aaron Rodgers was using hard count and getting defenders off sides in an away venue, you know? So talk about how you're seeing the scoring increase and the success from quarterbacks. Russell Wilson's having an awesome year and just, the, the role that the crowd noise is playing into uh, these teams on the road. Well, I think that has to be addressed with the sacks because you and I both know if you're on the road and you're, and you're behind that crowd noise, you, you, you're limited with your hard count. Sometimes it's silent count. So these big animals that play defensive end can get off the ball sometimes before the offensive lineman can see the ball because 
you're having to have your your head looking at the defensive end and you're trying to see out the corner of your eye when the ball is going to be snapped and uh, you can be a little late off the ball. So I think that has something to do with it. So protection can be better. But I'm very surprised by the scoring because it always seemed to me almost every team from high school to college uh, in the pros, the defenses were always ahead of the offenses early on because it just took a little time for an offense to gel and things like that. And I don't know if it's more so this spread open attack that most teams are kind of implementing now um, with the RPO game and, and things of that nature. But I'm very surprised uh, by the scoring that's going on. Now, last night we did see a more of a defensive game with Chicago um, and Tampa. So, you know, w- will it start to reverse its, its trend? And defenses are starting to get um, more of an opportunity to have film on you to know what you're doing offensively because they can have an idea in preseason of what you might want to work, come out firing in the season. But now that they're starting to get a book on these coordinators, some some that are new and some that are old, what they implemented in the offseason. Um, are we going to see that trend start to come down a little bit? That's 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 kind of where my mind is on that. Yeah, well, it's fun to watch no matter what. It's good for fantasy football, too, if there's lots of touchdowns, Jake. So, and thank goodness. I told you last week. How are you? How are you doing? Right. Well, I'm right now, I'm three and one. So I'm not doing too bad. But I'm three and one. I told you. Okay. All right. Well, congratulations. (laughs) Okay. Because it's a long season, though. Don't get don't get too excited yet. I did tell you I was going to pull DeAndre Hopkins last week just out of allegiance to my Panthers. And thank God I did because he only got 41 yards receiving. So that's the kind of decisions you got to make, Jake, to end up three and one in fantasy football. Hey, you went with your heart and uh, it <laughs> followed. That's good. Very good. You know what? I, I can't. I got to say this about the Arizona game before we move on, even though I know it's Friday. How did you enjoy Zach Kerr leisurely jogging onto the field during the substitution that- situations? As I was giggling out loud because I was thinking. Uh, the stre- okay, so what happened was, a lot of people know, but th- you have to allow time for defense to substitute if offense substitutes. And the Cardinals were substituting late. And so the official was standing over the ball, allowing our, off- or our defense time to substitute accordingly. Because depending on the personnel of the offense, the defense wants to match up athlete and scheme against what they're seeing, right? So here comes Zach Kerr and the clock's running down. It's like they subbed at 11 seconds, I believe. And so Zach Kerr comes jogging in. Do, 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 do. It, it, he's not forced to sprint out there. And it made Kingsbury call a timeout. And I just loved it. And Jake, that showed me how much time this staff has put in with their players. For that, That's something that could have been overlooked, Jake, with all the things that have needed to be in, installed and all the protocols of everything that's going on. That could have been a situation where we would have missed the substitution or we would have sprinted out there or whatever. I loved it, Jake. I loved it. Well, Jordan, that is a tip of the hat to Kerr, but also the coaches, to be, talk about that, to have them prepared. Just look at this week so far. Monday night, you're watching the New England Patriots, and they're playing fantastic against the Kansas City Chiefs, really limiting Mahomes' possessions and doing a great job of kind of mixing up coverages with him and not giving up truly the big play. Well, what happens before the half, Brian Hoyer takes a sack and he has no timeouts before the half. 
and he takes a sack, the last thing you can do. And, you know, you're watching it. You don't see New England do something like that. That's just situational football to not be able to get points. And then last night, Tom Brady, I know, I don't know if people stayed up late to watch the end of that game. The oh, fourth yeah. down play, yeah. he takes a shot. And I was shocked when he threw it. And then right after, Chicago, they, they turn it over on downs. And Tom's holding up his fingers like he thought this was going to be fourth down. He thought it was third. And they've kind of come out and said, oh, Bruce Arians did. Oh, Tom knew it was fourth. I don't know about that. I, I don't. I think that's a cover-up. And I'm shocked. But situational football, that decides so many games in the NFL. And what we did the other day, I'm not saying that was a deciding factor in the game. But those are crucial plays that help you win and and you need that along the way and what a great job by the coaches and Kerr knowing hey I got time to substitute I'm gonna take my time there's something about a big old D tackle rumbling in too and everybody waiting on him I just I find it so comedic I love it all right two things about that though with Tom Brady there's absolutely no way he knew it was fourth down because he would not be a standing out there holding up a four Right to to right. ask, so exactly. I love that greatest of all time probably still can get confused and messed up. It just shows you how much is going on out there, and it's it, it's fairly easy to do to lose a down somewhere. Right, it's easy to do. Second, situational awareness. Jake, you talked about that sack from Hoyer, Tom Brady, not knowing it was fourth down. As soon as you get into any kind of two minute red ball no huddle situation. People start losing their minds, Jake. And you got to practice this stuff so much, right? I we're we're putting it in on my high school team, right? We practice it a little bit. When we go to 2 minute, we're going against no one, right? We're on our football field. There's not even a defense. We're in a made-up situation, all right? We got a minute and a half left. We're down 5. We're on our own 20. We got to score. These yahoos they all, they, everyone freaks out. Like you don't line up correctly. Coaches start yelling at each other. It's like, and it's false stress. It's not even a real thing. So to be able to be in an NFL game and have composure in situations like that, know what to do with the ball. I don't think you could ever stress enough to people how mentally challenging it is to, to perform properly, function correctly and keep your head about you when something bad happens jake and I, we've had we've had moments together or on different teams where stuff's gone wrong and that two minute and that last part of the game knowing what's happening man is a tough deal it is a tough deal and you know i i attribute that to going back to april and may otas you have a practice that is strictly a short yardage practice or goal line or it's strictly okay timeout situation we had to know before the half we all to kick a field goal we always took the timeout with two seconds left you always did it because whether he made it or missed it you're going in the half well in the game situation it was either seven seconds you took the timeout or two it was two if the game was tied <clears throat> and it was seven if we were behind because if it was a bad snap and it wasn't a fourth down you had an opportunity, the 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 holder, to take it and throw the ball down. You know, just little things like that. But that's what you dedicate days in the spring, and you have to refresh that. 
uh, on Fridays, it's the best thing to refresh that real quick. Just go over it. You never know when those situations occur. And that's that's just that's just really good coaching. Yeah, it is good coaching. Um, nothing to do with coaching or games this year. The Panthers sent out an announcement that they're with uh, with renderings of the new facility in Rock Hill, South Carolina, 240 acre campus started being constructed this last uh, summer and won't be open. First phase open in 23. Have you seen this mon this monster, Jake? It's ridiculous. I, I can't believe the how grown up the Panthers are have become. Hats off to uh, Mr. Tepper and his whole team. It's going to be a landmark destination. Retail, housing, it can host football games, conferences. It's ridiculous, Jake. It is gorgeous. These The uh, renderings, just looking at it, and it, it sounds like it's going to maybe be 5,000 seats, like a little stadium type of uh, ish. I, I don't know. I just, I'm looking at those renderings and I'm like, how great would it have been? Or if I'm a player, I'm putting myself as a player. How awesome is that going to be for these players? Uh, just to be able to have these settings and, you know, the new look, how it's going to look. It looks like there's going to be a ton of lights, you know, kind of coming through it. And it, it just looks fantastic. I cannot <laughs> wait for it to be completely done. And you know it's going to be first class. But a ton of that. lights, huh? That's what you got from well, it. Well, not li light, lighting. <laughs> I'm talking about lighting, you know? Uh, it, it, from what the renderings look like, yeah, um, oh, I get it. I just man, there's something about the natural light coming into a building and things like that. I don't know. I love it. Oh, it's gonna be so cool. The best thing is gonna be when you walk in. Uh, it's not written in the release, but I'm just assuming this is accurate. There's gonna be two like 12, 12 uh, foot high by you know life's larger than life murals of me and you. Right, like right when you walk in. I'm figuring that's probably going to be what they do. One of their first to-do lists when it's completed is get those murals of me and you up, don't you think? I'm shocked I haven't had a message from Mr. Tepper yet about that. Right. Um, I'm, I'm yeah. not, he might not have my number, maybe. I'm not sure. Yeah, you, you should check. <laughs> you should check. No, it's going to be awesome. I can't wait to see it. Concerts, uh, everything. Hi, I love that they made a stadium for high school football. That's just that's true. I think that how listen in Louisiana the state championships are played in the Superdome. Okay, so all my life growing up, when I was a young kid, it was um, the first Saturday, uh, Friday and Saturday. It used to be Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Um, the Superdome would host the state championships, and that was everyone's dream to play in the dome, play in the dome. Well, unfortunately, we lost in the semis uh, in high school. Never made it there, but I got to play there twice in college um against Tulane when we went to play Tulane and then playing for the same just that but as a high school I've talked to so many high school kids when they walk into that dome for the first time and just being in there that's so great well how how is great is it going to be for these kids to go to this state-of-the-art facility and this is where you know this is where Christian McCaffrey practices this is where he he run you know just think about it just think what would go how great of an opportunity for these kids. No, it's going to be so cool. I'm 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 extreme. I'm going to say it right now. I'm extremely jealous. Not that 800 no South doubt. Men Street no wasn't doubt. really nice, okay? But I'm super jealous of this, and I'm going to come mooch off of. You just know the cafeteria is going to be awesome, and I'm coming to mooch. I'm putting in my announcement right now. 
in 2023, I'll be there mooching off the free cafeteria because I bet you the food's going to be as good as the lights. I know that's what you're excited about. Uh, Jake, can we talk COVID? Yes, I know everyone's sir. sick of it. Titans have just gone and gunked up the whole NFL. Okay. <laughs> they couldn't quit hugging in the locker room or whatever happened, and they spread its germs all about. Now you got rescheduled games. You got a Tuesday game next week, Bills. Titans on a Tuesday, then the Bills had to move their next game to a Sunday from a Thursday or something like that. There's protocol violations while the facility was shut down. What in the heck, Jay? Cam Newton, last minute scratch from a game. You lose your starting quarterback. This There is a lot to navigate, Jake. What are your thoughts? As a player this year, you're just going to have to be prepared at any time, any place, just to be ready to play a game with just walkthroughs, with little practice, uh, moving days, moving time, possibly moving a venue. Um, I don't know if you saw this yet this morning, but the Jets have sent uh, everyone home today because of presumptive positive. So it's going to be a kind of an anytime, any place type of atmosphere motto, I guess you could say, because that's kind of what it is right now. And it's just, it's unprecedented. Uh, we'll have a Tuesday game. We'll have doubleheader Monday games. Uh, maybe next Thursday's game will be moved to the following Sunday. So guys are just going to have to be very – it's going to—it's a fluid situation, buddy. Do you think that the thir- – so the Thursday game you're talking about is was supposed to be, I think, Bill's – is it Bill's Chiefs? I can't – I think. Bill's somebody, Bill's somebody. Anyways, they moved to Sunday. So now is there no Thursday game, Jake? There would be no Thursday game, Jordan. It has so to be. So think about this. I don't... This is like the butterfly effect, right, of how we're all interconnected. So let's just say some player decided to go, you know what, I'm sick of this. I'm going to go to Outback Steakhouse and get me an awesome blossom, okay? <laughs> I'm going to go do it. I'm sick of this. You go get your awesome blossom and go get COVID, all right? And you bring that sucker back into your stadium or your facility Four teams removed could have to reschedule a game two months from then. You know what I mean? Like there's just all the people involved in all the ways it can – the Titans can be back to clear and play in their games, but what they did could be impacting teams six weeks down the road. And I like – so people – there's been a lot of people say, oh, we got to go to the bubble now, right? 32-team bubble, which maybe – might need to be done in the playoffs or something, but I just kind of keep looking at MLB. They exploded. The Marlins went nuts when it first all started this season. They were able, now they're in the playoffs. They moved on. So I think players will be scared straight a little bit and teams to retighten things down because there's human nature to get comfortable. And I'm not, I don't have any inside information on any of this, but maybe just loosen up some things as, a, as your lifestyle or whatever. But guys are going to have to tighten it down, Jake, because, man, the ramifications are huge. They are. And the people in New York that came up with the schedule, you know, they, they probably they spent so much time in trying to schedule and, and with the bye weeks and how it's going to work out. Hopefully we can get a complete season, Jordan. I think that's the big thing that we we talked about very early uh, in the preseason about getting a complete season. Hopefully it's not an abbreviated season, but um, I I don't know. But it's definitely, and I think you hit it on the head, you don't want to get lackadaisical. You want to kind of 
listen, it is what it is. You have to not expose yourself as much as possible. Yep. Well, you know what? I'm I'm watching, fingers crossed. Same thing's happening with our high school team. We've had games canceled and moved and players. We have no quarterback currently on JV because they all are quarantined. So we got a receiver running quarterback. But, hey, you know, I'm the GM of this operation out here, self-elected. And I'll just, you know, I'm going I'm to hold some tryouts, try to get some more players out there for us. But, Jake, it's good, as always, talking to you. We're out of time, man. Uh, thank you to Ortho Carolina, who sponsors our podcast. Ortho Carolina is your personalized orthopedic care. It begins with the click of a mouse. Schedule your next appointment online at orthocarolina.com. Ortho Carolina, your care, your way. Jake, as always, man, love talking with you. Can't wait to do it again next week. I am looking forward to it, buddy, and and hopefully we can talk about a another win. Gosh, especially against the Atlanta Falcons, they're reeling well, right now. And wouldn't it be great just to keep them reeling? Just to let's, just to keep, keep them, them reeling. reeling. We didn't even talk about that game, but zero and four versus two and two. I like the Panthers odds. I love the Panthers, and we're 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 gonna figure it out. In the words of Matt Rule, F I O, we're gonna figure it out. All right. Well, you figured out how to be a good podcast co-host, man. We'll talk to you soon. Take care. Jordan and Jake, powered by Ortho Carolina. Your personalized orthopedic care begins with the click of a mouse. Schedule your next appointment online at orthocarolina.com. Ortho Carolina, your care, your way.